Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Next up, Lafferty Daniel and Gilmore Happy. Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast that I'm aware of dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the Butcher. It's sticking. It's uh, it, it's got a great ring to it, you know, Jeremy the Butcher. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, I couldn't take another Adam Sandler name. I had to take something from Scorsese. And did I take a, a, a reasonable character's name? No, I took the Butcher. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so that's kind of my thing, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I you know I, I I thought at first you were just gonna be Hugo. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I forgot think about Hugo. Like, <laughs> a little bit more creative. Uh, I forgot about <laughs> you Hugo. You forgot about uh, the fact that we're going to have to cover Hugo at some point. I absolutely did forget that. Although I am excited because I've never seen it, and maybe it's good. Yeah, well, you know, who knows? It'll be probably a year and a half until we get to that point at this rate. But um, sure, (laughs) Jeremy, (laughs) you know, if you're if you're new to the podcast, and Jeremy, I'm speaking to you, uh, right? Of course, we do this episode, and you have that memory problem where you can't remember podcasts you record. Yes. Um, Every episode, we switch back and forth, and we do a different Scorsese movie, and then we do a Sandler movie, and Scorsese. And so on and so forth, chronologically. Uh, and with Sandler, we're kind of skipping. Uh, we're saving some of the, uh, you know, some of the smaller roles, uh, like Coneheads and thing like th- things like this for the Patreon. But uh, today, we are doing another Sandler episode, and we are on to Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. A Shabbat-a-doo, yes. a Shabbat-a-dee. And I can't wait. You know, I've been in preparation for this episode. I have been bringing my recording rig into a um, batting cage uh, uh-huh. and just talking into my little, you know, my little Zoom recorder as uh, baseballs hurl at my forehead. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's how you can prove that you're strong. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but Jeremy, before we dive into Happy Gilmore, um, what else do we do? I feel like we do something else. You know. Well, we. Do do something else. You kind of already mentioned it before, but we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy, where we have a ton of bonus supplemental materials dedicated to both Martin Scorsese and Adam Sandler, along with other fun stuff like uh, covering whole seasons of Tales from the Crypt, uh, covering Mm. uh, disgusting curiosities like The Baby, uh, (laughs) uh, covering uh, terrible lists from Rolling Stone magazine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time over there on the Patreon. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, if I wasn't doing it, I, I'd subscribe to it. 
Yeah, I would at least... Yeah, yeah, I would definitely subscribe. And I would subscribe not just at the $5 level where you get every bonus episode we've ever done and all the new ones. Right. I would do the uh, the higher level where I could actually force us to do an episode on anything. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and that renews, that's like once every, I think, three or four months. You get to just keep forcing us to do episodes on things. Always some of my favorite episodes. Oh, uh, yeah. We got some absolute maniacs, like Brian. Yeah. That 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 force us to do these episodes, and, and you know, it's always a great time. Oh, we're yeah. Not, you, j- this isn't just, I've said this before, but this is not exclusive to movies. We will do a, an episode on anything. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll do, we'll do literally anything you want. Yeah. We'll do. Uh, you want to do? We'll do an episode on a cleaning product if you want. Yeah, we will uh, taste test cleaning products. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Live on the show. Sure. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's a one and done right there. You taste the wrong one. That's the finale. Show's over. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. That's that's just the way it's going to go. If you if you hate us. You, you can certainly take advantage of that. Yeah. Because um, we will, it is, you know, Patreon pledges are like, it's like the most uh, legal, like, they're binding. Like, we can't, if oh, you right. tell us, if yeah. you sign up for that tier oh, and you yeah. tell us mm-hmm. to taste test cleaning uh, products, we have to we do have it. We have to do it. And you know what my least favorite cleaning product is, Eric? Windex? Poison. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the worst. I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of the whole vinegar. I, I understand no. that it's like uh, you know, environmentally friendly. It smells bad. It smells like vinegar. No, yeah, it smells really gross. I had a roommate who used to clean with vinegar, and my oh my, I uh, well, let's just say I uh, I uh, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that sounds terrible, but Jeremy, <laughs> you know, it's not terrible. What's that? Um, Happy Gilmore, the movie Happy Gilmore. I, you know what? I said it. I, I, I praised Billy Madison. It's one of my favorite movies. Still is. Had a great time rewatching it. I said it's a perfect comedy film. I personally, I still, I think. You stand by that. If I had to pick. I'd go Gilmore. I'd go uh, Madison over Gilmore. Yes. However, I also think uh, Happy Madison is a perfect comedy. Happy Madison? You mean Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Yes. Uh, I think it's uh, a perfect comedy movie. That's okay. So I it I disagree. I I weirdly enough, I think Happy Gilmore is great. I mean, it's a great comedy, but this one did not age as well to me. Uh, mm. and I'm not even talking content. I'm just talking with the jokes, the, the, the comedy, uh, the character of happy versus the character of Billy. It's weird that I'm now getting into the subtleties of the differences between <laughs> Adam Sandler's characters. Yeah. Um, because there are, there are great differences between happy and Billy. They're not the same character. And I think there's something about this movie where I, uh, as much as I loved it and believe you me, I still love this movie. I, I was like, yeah, 
by the end of it, I was like, yeah, this is this is like this is pretty good. But I think for me, the crown is Billy Madison. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Is this another one is this one that you saw as a young lad? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean this yeah. is one too that like we just quoted relentlessly in right. uh in, in high school and middle school. I mean uh, you're gonna die, clown! Is like one of the most quoted <laughs> things of my entire childhood. Um, so yeah, I'm very precious about this movie. I I do I do love it a lot. Uh, there are some there are some absolute bangerang stuff stuff in here, and I think it. I don't know if it's my second favorite yet. Um, but I uh, but yeah, upon rewatch, I was just a little like. Huh, like a little, uh, a little, I don't want to say disappointed because I have seen this movie a million times. I did kind of know what to expect, but, um, but Mm. yeah, for some reason I felt, I found myself rolling on the floor laughing at Billy Madison and happy Gilmore. I was chuckling, uh, on the floor. Both on the floor, yeah. just different, 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 uh, different motions. Right, right, yeah. Um, and I watched uh, both movies upside down like a bat, um, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, after a while, pretty uh, un- unpleasant. Would not recommend it. Of uh, course, Jeremy. Yes. Yeah, this is a movie that I uh, just watched endlessly. Also quoted all the time. Um, in school, and uh, it's you know it seems like we were both sort of like a similar type of loser. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Um. So Happy Gilmore. This is like sort of. So this is a year after Sandler left SNL, and uh, I think I can't remember if we figured out if Billy Madison came out before. It came out in 95, which is the last season of SNL that Sandler was on. Mm. Um, And then 96, we get Happy Gilmore. I got to say, also impressive that they cranked this one out like one year later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the same team. I mean, it's uh, Dennis Dugan... Uh, the director who the did Dukester. not direct, he did not direct, uh, what's it called? Billy Madison. But right. he he is a, uh, I, I believe he directed, let's see, Big Daddy, Saving Silverman. Oh, uh, wow. Grown Ups, uh, Jack and Jill, some of the some of the later ones. But then Tim Hurley, uh, SNL alum, co-wrote uh, Billy, uh, Happy Gilmore, and he, I believe, was a writer for Billy Madison, mm. uh, The Wedding Singer, Waterboy, longtime collaborator, and co-writer of Hubie Halloween, the ultimate credit. The ultimate so, uh, Sandler film. Apparently, uh, Judd Apatow did a rewrite of the script, although he is uncredited. Oh, wow. Which is interesting to me. Uh, and he's, of the, course, famous for... Uh, uh, the King of Staten Island. <laughs> yes, yeah. One At of the funniest point, movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Happy Gilmore character is loosely based on Sandler's childhood friend, Kyle McDonough, who played ice hockey and would golf with Sandler as they grew up. Uh, so 
Former pro golfer Mark Lai served as a consultant on the script and told Hurley and Sandler after seeing their initial ideas, you got to be crazy. You cannot do a movie like that. According to Lai, the initial drafts featured Happy winning the Masters tournament. They had the green jacket. They were uh, desecrating the USGA, making fun of Augusta National. Mm. Uh, So apparently (laughs) this guy was like... This guy was very precious about his golf stuff. Disrespectful, yeah, about about golf. Um, I mean, yeah. Was was Ty was Tiger Woods around back then? I can't remember. I, I think, think if he would, maybe this is before. This has got to be because it, if he was around, there's uh, he's he sh- sh- had to be in this movie. You know what I mean? Like. It just doesn't feel like... I mean, Tiger Woods, to me, is golf, <laughs> at least for, like, 20 years, you know? So, like, it's it's just crazy to me that I feel like Tiger Woods maybe gets his start here, like, a, just a little later, and yeah. he's the most famous golfer who's ever lived, maybe other than, like, Arnold Palmer or something. Um, it's just crazy to me that this movie came out probably just, like, right before... <laughs> uh, tiger gets his huge start because i think that would be he would have been great in this movie or like he would have definitely been referenced or made fun of or something you know yeah yeah um so we got some accolades jeremy Mm. uh the film (laughs) was received uh it was nominated for a kid's choice award for best movie nominated for worst actor uh by the golden raspberry awards who uh, Sandler, Sandler was, was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there apparent something called Stinker's Bad Movie Awards nominated Sandler for worst actor. Uh, <laughs> however, the film uh, won best fight scene at the MTV Movie Awards in 1996. Of course, the wow. uh, we're talking about the fight scene between Bob Barker right. and Sandler. Uh, and, of course, uh, of course. MTV Movie Award. Uh, also, he was also nominated for Best Comedic Performance. Um, yeah. So let's dive into some of the uh, some of the old trivia here. As soon as I get it pulled up. All uh, right. When Dennis Dugan told Bob Barker that a stunt double would be used in the fight scene, Barker insisted on doing his own stunt, <laughs> saying, wait a minute, I know how to fight. Wait, so that's really him? Apparently. It's got to be a stunt person for like the... I mean, I guess that, that actually that didn't say that he did his own stunts, did it? Yeah. Just he wanted uh, to do his own stunts. Yes. Also, Barker wasn't sure if he wanted to be in the movie. When he learned that he was going to win the fight with Sandler, he accepted the role. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, Ben Stiller took an uncredited role as the nursing home orderly. He's never called by his name by any of the characters, uh, but his name tag says Hal L. Hal L? (laughs) Okay. it's kind of some weak. Uh... I, I yeah, that's interesting. Uh, ben Stiller was like pr- pretty big at this point. Like I don't know. Had um, 
I like how I keep asking you questions. Like I can't just answer them myself. Something about Mary. That what year is that? Because I think that's like the that's like the big first Ben movie, right? Um, no, I think you're thinking of the Secret Life of Walter. Mary. <laughs> yeah, there's something about Mary is 1998. So okay, he's he hasn't even done his first big big comedy yet. Right. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy to think about this time. Ninety six is a weird time, you know. That's what. That's the year this movie came out, right? Yeah, ninety six. Yeah. More Bob Barker trivia. Apparently, <laughs> he studied under Chuck Norris and his brother Aaron Norris. He studied Tang Soo Do karate. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so he, the guy actually can fight. Apparently. Wow. Uh, let's see. A lot of Bob Barker trivia in here. Because of Barker's cameo, ratings for The Price is Right rose considerably among college-age viewers. <laughs> By the way, uh, Eric, I'm sorry to stop you. Uh, I'm looking at Ben Stiller's IMDb right now. <laughs> and uh-huh. In 1996, he does an episode of Mr. Show uh, where either the sketch or the episode is called If You're Going to Write a Comedy Scene, You're Going to Have, to, you're going to have Some Rat Feces in There. <laughs> i love that all right yeah pretty weak uh pretty weak trivia here let's dive into the plot shall we let's do it okay uh let's see here happy gilmore is an unsuccessful ice hockey player who lacks social skills other than fighting and a powerful slap shot after he had another failed tryout, Happy learns that his grandmother uh, owes the IRS uh, $270,000 in back taxes and that she has 90 days to pay off the past due balance on her mortgage or her house will be auctioned off. I got to say, like, this is like one of the cleanest, like, movie setups. I know. It's 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 way cleaner than Billy Madison. Like, uh, they... You know, it. I I also think maybe that's something that works in sometimes in the movie's favor and sometimes not in the movie's favor. Is that like, it's it is also ridiculous that your grandmother didn't pay her taxes. Like this little old sweet lady is gonna be <laughs> yeah. like arrested or whatever. Like that's very funny, but it is like such a grounded plot. Like the idea that a grown man has to go to. Or I guess a grounded setup. A grown man has to go to like back to school. That's wacky, and even the way they get into it is so wacky. But this is more like, oh yeah, I mean, this could happen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two movers uh, repossessing Happy's grandmother's furniture challenge him to a long drive contest using his grandfather's old clubs. Uh, with an unorthodox slap shot style swing, Happy hits a ball some 400 yards, winning $40. As a result, he starts hustling golfers at the driving range. At the, as the, uh, what does he say? The amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. <laughs> what he calls himself. But mo- one of my favorite moments, <laughs> could not help but laugh at this, is the, uh, um, when he like hits the guy from his grandma's like front yard or whatever, he like hits that guy, mm-hmm. and then he 
the like double or nothing like does another shot and there's that old woman on the second floor like <laughs> looking out yeah. shaking her fist and he hits her in the head and the way she falls is she falls forward <laughs> out of the house like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense yeah but it's the f- one of the funniest like uh, oh, movie man. injuries yeah movie injuries and it, and it's like you can see so early on like between this and there's a number of things in Billy Madison, including the clown, just like old people getting hurt is so funny to Adam Sandler. It's like, it's like a joke he returns to again and again and again. It's just like, like, like people getting hit in the nuts and, and old people getting hit in the nuts. Those are his two favorite, 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 uh, visual gags. Uh, there he meets Chubbs Peterson, club pro pro and former tour star who lost a hand in an alligator attack. Uh, Chubbs urges Happy to enter a local tournament and join the professional golf tour. Desperate to get back his grandmother's house, Happy accepts after Chubbs informs him of the significant prize money involved. Um, so yeah, we're getting, uh... It, I, I don't know. It's just like a really funny um, like premise to put this sort of like stupid, aggressive hockey player, like failed hockey player, force him into like the uh, the world of golf. It's just very oh funny. yeah, I mean yeah, it's 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 great. It's um it's predicated on him being angry, which is um it's a hard thing to do uh adam sandler really pulls it off like adam sandler and chris farley i think might be the two um absolute master like master class in comedic anger does this make sense to you like i don't know if you remember like doing live comedy or like writing live sketch but like men being angry on stage like that almost never works like it's never funny it's usually off-putting to the audience like Nobody wants to see it, especially if there's like women involved. But for whatever reason, Farley and Sandler can just scream into an old lady's face. <laughs> it's like, right. it's like the funniest thing ever. Um, just a just a observation there, you know. Just uh, come as a as a comedian, just like so weird. Like it's so it shouldn't work, but it does, you know. Yeah, and him he he gets like violent too, like when he like yeah. rips that guy's shirt off and punches him, and he and the guy falls backwards down that hill. Yeah, very funny. Um, let's see here. Happy wins the local tournament and the spot on the tour, quickly becoming a fan favorite, thanks to his long drives and unorthodox antics, such as asking the crowd to cheer during his swing instead of staying quiet. Uh, he also meets arrogant pro shooter McGavin, <laughs> uh, who disapproves of his lack of golf etiquette. What do you think of Shooter McGavin? So this is where I this is where I think the film definitely has a leg up on Billy Madison because I I think Shooter McGavin is the best, you know, Sandler villain I think maybe ever. Shooter McGavin's great, and everything he does is great, and like. Just like the littlest, I like. I love how Sandler picks on the the bad guys in his films, even before, yeah. like we know that even before they start to lose in the movie, you know, like there's always like they're always like hanging out like in like a usually it's like a font like a party like some sort of like sh- like rich party, and they're like 
talking to a person like their friends and even their friends don't like them like there's that shooter mcgavin right. telling that story about uh the little guy that he's friends with and they're like yeah i know shooter we've heard it before <laughs> like i'm just like telling him straight up his story is not funny yes and this is uh he is of, of course played by uh christopher mcdonald right um yeah, big fan of Shooter McGavin. Um, let's see here. Do you like? Uh, where do you? What does he stack on your Sandler villains? Do you like him better than uh, Billy Madison's? Uh... Than Eric from Billy Madison? Uh, I think he's funnier than Eric from Billy Madison. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I guess maybe I like him better as a villain, as a villain, just because he is funnier. Like Eric from Billy Madison is just like. hateable like you just like hate him whereas shooter mcgavin is like you almost kind of feel bad for how much of a jackass he is (laughs) (laughs) like yeah because he is a huge jackass that's the that's the thing i will say one of my favorite villains in a sandler movie is uh who's the guy um is it joe joe flaherty joe flat flaherty from that plays him from what? Uh, from SCTV, SC, SC who plays the guy um, that is, uh, like, Shooter McGavin hires him to, like, interrupt Happy Gilmore's swings and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, the dad from Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so funny. He just wants to be friends with Shooter McGavin. It's so <laughs> yeah, funny. He, he always wants to go to, like, Sizzler or... Yeah. Uh, red lobster or whatever yeah that is it's that's just so it's so funny uh though happy has a powerful drive his putting is terrible and his bad behavior draws the ire of tour commissioner doug thompson oh yeah uh, public relations we didn't talk about also like how many how weird it is that he like can't also like he like loves hockey but he can't skate (laughs) yeah he's just never and it's not really explained other than like i've just never been good at skating yeah you know what i mean like he doesn't have like a like a like a wooden leg thing yeah i don't know it's funny it's also the way his dad gets killed (laughs) i know the very beginning is so funny (laughs) It's like by he gets killed by uh, a skate, right? A, a puck. It's like a puck. A, a puck. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're at a game, and we see like a POV shot of him getting hit with it. Yeah. Um, though Happy has a powerful drive, his putting is terrible, and his bad behavior draws the ire of Tour Commissioner Doug uh, Doug Thompson, public relations head Virginia Bennett, uh, convinces Thompson. Not to kick Happy off the tour, citing higher TV ratings and attendance and new sponsorship offers. She promises to help Happy with his anger issues. With Virginia's help, Happy begins to improve his performance and behavior, and the two form a romantic connection. One of my favorite moments is when he just randomly (laughs) lies to her and says that his girlfriend fell off a cliff and died <laughs> yeah. on impact and she couldn't care less really about what he's talking about <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah dude uh this is the mom from modern 
family. Not Is it really? It is. And she's super young in this, but like looks younger now. I mean, I usually wouldn't even bring something like this up, but it just tripped me the hell out that I was like, is this a person, first of all? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is this a person that I know from TV? And then looked it up right. and I was like, oh my God, it's the it's she's literally from the most like famous recent TV show. Man. Pretty nuts. Interesting. Yeah, because she has one of those faces where I'm like, I think I know her from something else. Um I'm trying to there's also the moment uh Oh, so there's some good music moments in here, by the way. We get uh, Tuesday's Gone by mm-hmm. Skinner, which I think is also in, uh, what's it called? Dazed and Confused, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Kiss You All Over in the Beginning yeah. <laughs> by Exile right. is very funny. Um, I'm trying to find, what's the song that, that they play uh, during the, the hockey rink scene? Endless Love by Lionel Richie. One thing that I noticed this viewing that I, I I mean, I'm sure I noticed it when I was younger, but probably didn't appreciate it as much is the Zamboni driver. Mm -hmm. Like they, like Happy and Virginia start kissing or whatever and we like zoom out and the Zamboni driver is like passionately singing along to Endless Love. Yes. And he, yeah. And (laughs) we hang on him for a long time doing (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, during the Pepsi Pro Am event, Happy plays poorly when Shooter hires a heckler, Donald, to antagonize him, and he and his celebrity partner Bob Barker get into a fist fight. <clears throat> Happy is fined twenty-five grand and suspended from the tour for one month, jeopardizing his chances to get back his grandmother's house until Virginia secures him an endorsement deal with Subway. So, uh, how do you feel about the, uh, the, you know, the the obvious like product? Right. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, it's funny. I'm definitely, I mean, like the idea of like, Hey, we're shamelessly promoting something in this movie, like the meta of that. I feel like it's a joke that maybe, maybe Sandler started this kind of, because this bit happened a lot. And it, like, it's like yeah. uh, throughout the the late '90s, and I feel like 2000s, just like uh, I mean, I think they do jokes on it, like on on 30 Rock all the time, where it's just like suddenly the episode is sponsored by Quiznos or something, you know, and it's like there's just qu- product placement everywhere. I the only thing I'm bummed about is I feel like this taught him a bad <laughs> habit of like. You know, we can really, or a good habit, depending on the way you think of it. It's like, you know, we can really make a lot more money. Kind of like the character of Happy Gilmore learns this lesson. He can make a lot more money doing commercials than and, and, and selling out than he can from, you know, golf, or, or at least as much. And I feel like that's something Sandler himself learned and then forever would would do shameless product placements in all of his movies um to the point where i feel like a lot of his later films just straight up feel like commercials like i feel like jack and jill feels like a carnival cruise line commercial yeah so it's i think it's a double-edged sword here where it's like you see it early on it works and he probably makes a good deal of money from subway and then like 
you know, okay, well, you know, next movie, who are we going to be endorsed by? What's the gag going to be this time? Oh, there's another, like, there's another, isn't there, like, a huge Dunkin' Donuts Jack and Jill bit, too, with, like, Al Pacino? Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, Dunkin'inos. so it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a double edged sword here where it works. It works for me in this, for sure. I don't mind it here. Um, but I think it, it, it will become tiresome later. And it's interesting, no, you know, having like hindsight on our side watching these. Because, you know, in 98 or, or, you know, 1996 or late 90s where we're watching Happy Gilmore, we don't know what is, what's going to happen, you know, <laughs> what his career is going to end right. up like. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting having that, the future, knowing, knowing what, the, what the future holds. Um, which, by the way, I'm always uh, interested in knowing, like, uh, in knowing this kind of thing. So, just to put this into perspective, Sandler was born in '66, so he was 30. He was like our age when this, right? Maybe a little younger than us when this came out. Damn! Don't say um, younger than us. <laughs> yeah, we're both uh, um, we're both in our late twenties, early thirties. We'll just put leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're both in our late teens, early fifties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you figure it so, out. So, interesting uh, tidbit about Julie Bowen, by the way, mm. who is the uh, previously mentioned actress from Modern Family and uh, plays Virginia Bennett. You know what else she's in, Jeremy? Is Hubie Halloween? That's right. Oh yeah, she returns. And her names. She's not in any other Sandler thing. Although she is in an episode of Wayne Days and some cool comedy stuff. But she, um, so her name is Virginia Bennett, VV, in Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. In Hubie Halloween, her name is Violet Valentine. Oh, yeah. Sandler likes to do that stuff, man. He likes he yeah. likes weird names and like name alliteration. I feel like this is like a, this is like a, also another kind of relic of the time, which is, you know, like having... A, a, a weird in inner continuity with your films like uh definitely yeah, Tarant- that's not the only uh happy gilmore callback we get in in hubie halloween oh yeah for sure like say this uh, like you you could you probably could call it a sandler verse you know like he's yeah. got like his whole universe of movies not in like the view askew universe that kevin smith did and uh tarantino has his own little universe um where like a bunch of different characters from his films show up again and again. Like this is kind of a thing like, like, uh, yeah, it was kind of a, it was popular back in the day. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Sorry. I got distracted by something momentarily. Um, hold on a second. I think I just have like a what happens with like what is it when like you just like become detached from reality for a moment? Oh, you uh, you 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 farted. Yeah, maybe that was it. I had one of these like the other day where I not the other day, but like a month ago where uh, uh, is it deja? It's not deja vu. Maybe it's vertigo. You had vertigo. Where you like. Yeah, where where your brain like stops working for a second and then you like snap back to reality and you realize and you don't know like how long it like 
where you are right away (laughs) right okay yeah no no no. i i i hear you no i i have that all the time i do think um now you know of course i'm saying this on the heels of us just saying how young we are which is of course in our uh late teens um i uh i think it's a product of getting older (laughs) yeah i think you just start to start to like not older older but like yeah you just you get a little bit more spaced out you know i had this uh i was at an eye i went to the eye doctor today jeremy because i have developed uh this condition in one of my eyes that (laughs) is like it's not a big deal but it's apparently pretty much only common in people in their like 50s and 60s (laughs) oh cataracts no, it's like uh, I've developed some floaters, which is like pretty normal. Mm. But they uh, apparently, if you're very nearsighted like me, you can develop them. But um, they're like these squiggly lines that I that obscure my vision. Oh, interesting. Um, it's weird. But I like floaters. when I heard that, I was like, "Damn!" You're like, "Wow!" I have something that like sixty year olds. <laughs> you're like, I'm, really I'm, get. "I should retire." <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the Pepsi Pro Am event, now we already talked about that uh subway however the house is auctioned off to a spiteful shooter who offers it to happy on the condition that he agrees to quit golf i forgot about this part and i gotta say this like as many times as i've seen this story play out Mm -hmm. shooter buying the house got me really mad oh yeah dude yes that's a good part it's definitely like yeah, definitely a uh, g- good villain move, right? And also, just like the things he says about the grandma made me upset too. Like, just the way he was like, "Hey, why are you talking to the help?" When when like Happy'd be talking to his grandma, you know, because he's like the whole bit is Shooter is gonna like make her the maid of the house of his own house is like the bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Happy initially accepts, but Virginia talks him out of it, telling him that his grandmother would rather see Happy be successful. Happy strikes a deal with Shooter for the upcoming tour championship. If Happy wins, Shooter will return the house. But if Shooter wins, Happy will quit. Mm. What do you think of us doing some type of a tournament where the other person has to quit the podcast? I'm in. I've been been feeling like you should have quit the podcast a long time ago, so I'm... (laughs) I'm definitely in support of that. If you had to replace me with one listener, what uh, Brian? Brian with, with a bullet? No, no question. Yeah. Brian's got all the good recommends. You kidding? He's got yeah. better recommends than I do. I can't yeah. even keep up with Brian. Uh, Happy seeks out Chubbs, who helps him improve his short game by practicing at a miniature golf course. As a thank you, Happy presents Chubbs, the head of the alligator. Uh, remember the gator that got your hand? I got his head. <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> so <laughs> and Chubbs crazy. falls out of the window to his death. That this this part is so crazy. It's so funny. It's crazy. Like Chubbs Chubbs's reaction is he's like just filled with glee, mm-hmm. and then it's just so abrupt. He opens the thing and falls out of and the window. Fall, like like just like you were talking about that like lady from before who just falls forward after getting hit in the head. Like he also yeah. just falls, like so insanely out of the window. Right, man. 
The violence in uh, Happy Madison movies is great. The, oh like yeah, like the the air conditioner falling on that falling on the Mista Mista lady. Yes, is good. Uh, now determined to win the tour championship for both Chubbs and his grandmother, Happy plays well and leads. At the end of the third round, uh, on the final day, Happy. Oh, by the way, Alan Covert. We I, I gotta remember to mention the Alan Covert. Uh, oh yeah, Otto. He he plays the caddy. Yeah, the caddy the who's like, they almost like, he's causing more work for Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he reminds me of uh, Will Forte in The Last Man on Earth. Oh yeah, the definitely his big look. bushy beard and stuff. Did um, um did you uh did you mention by the way that the fir- is it the first caddy the kid with the blonde hair. <laughs> Yeah, he's funny, dude. That guy's <laughs> awesome. That hair, that hair is great. <laughs> Where are you going with those clubs, punk? Yeah. <laughs> <Push them over. laughs> uh, as a thank you, Happy presents Chubbs. Uh, already did that. Uh, Shooter takes the lead, but Happy re- uh, rallies after a surprise visit from his grandmother. Uh, also, uh, another similarity to Billy Madison is we get these, like, not even dreams, but these, like, fantasy sequences that, like, motivate Sandler's character. Right. To success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and both of them, unfortunately, involve the, like, female lead in some type of a oh, and like you know, scantily clad out outfit, yeah, 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 um, and, and, and like, and like, like in, I find in multiple outfits too, like multiple <laughs> yeah. versions of it. Like it's like she's in a black one and then a white one later, and it's just like that means she had to change out of one and get into the other. <laughs> Uh, on the 18th hole, a TV tower damaged earlier by Don, uh, Donald blocks the green, but Happy sinks a miraculous putt to win. Shooter tries to steal the winner's gold jacket, but is beaten up by a mob of fans. Uh, led by Happy's imposing ex-boss, Mr. Larson. Mr. Larson, by the way, one of the one of the greatest. Yeah. I, I'll oh, be yeah. curious to see if that guy comes back. I can't remember if he comes back in any... Sandler movies. Um, oh yeah, but happy. Happy buys back his grandmother's house. Sees a vision of a two-headed, uh, two-handed Chubbs with Abraham Lincoln and the alligator, and celebrates his grandmother Virginia and his caddy Otto. Yes, the weirdest like hangout ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, and the movie just kind of ends. Yeah, it it's a definitely got that like got that nice, you know, Sandler happy ending, which we all we definitely appreciate. Uh, it's it, it, you know ending kind of on a joke too. You know, it's it's good. It's definitely it's definitely good. It feels right. It and like you said, it's it's just such a cleanly told story, such a clean movie. And I guess for listeners, like, how would you, Eric, when? When you say stuff like clean, I feel like that's almost like industry jargon. Like what what how, what would you describe as clean? Like what what would you say that is? 
to a listener. I mean, who just know the what way, about. like in terms of like the three act structure of film, like the in Act One, you kind of like, oh man, I'm gonna do a bad job of this. But you kind of <laughs> you set yeah, basically you set structure. up the conflict, you set up the yeah. situation. And in you know in Happy Gilmore we like we get the hockey thing right away and then we get this hockey character being forced to play golf because he is good at it but he hates it but his grandma owes the IRS a bunch of money and uh-huh. it's just like set up perfectly right away. It, you know, in the second act, there's like uh, the 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 stakes get even higher at the end of the second act. I forget what they call that uh, moment. But um, that's when, like, when Shooter McGavin buys the house. It's like the stakes get even higher. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the 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 our hero character is 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 in even more hot water than 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 he was earlier. And uh, I don't know. It's just like it, speaking, you know, comedy wise. I think that like this is just a perfect premise for a comedy movie. I think like. And this could this that doesn't mean this premise could be could only be funny. Someone could make this movie like I don't know. I think Paul Blart Mall Cop is a really funny premise for a movie. I don't think that movie's really funny. Right. But what makes this movie and what makes Billy Madison and and some of these other Sandler movies is like they're good premises, but then they're also like just filled with jokes and quote and just just great quotes. And dumb bits, right? And physical humor, and they really play to Sandler's like comedic strengths. Um, and you know, sometimes we've talked about this, but sometimes people say Sandler does the same thing over and over again. But if he's funny, I don't really care. <laughs> like I kind of just want to. Like I see no difference between uh, Happy Gilmore and uh, what's his name, Sonny Colfax and Big Daddy. Right, you know, right. like they're they're the same guy, but they're in different situations. And yeah, we get to see like funny, angry Sandler. We get to see funny, like goofy Sandler. I don't know. It's it's it, it's just that what it comes down to, though, is it's just like a laugh a minute to me. And uh, I, I, I kind of agree with you that like some of the jokes and stuff haven't aged well. This one's really hard for me to separate from nostalgia like what like how much of this movie I love just because right. I feel like a kid again when I'm watching it but there's a lot of jokes in this and, oh, and yeah. I do think a lot of them are really good um, but Jeremy I think it's time we get to our ratings and I don't know final thoughts so oh yeah wrap it up buddy what do you got it, we're in the we're on the 18th hole here <laughs> yeah, sink us. Uh, I'm. I'm. What's it called when you hella get, uh, behind? I'm incredibly behind. Yeah, it's a par four, and you have swung twelve times, haven't <laughs> hit the ball off the tee. Yes. Uh, I. So my thing about Happy Gilmore is, I think this again. I think it's a great comedy. Um, and I agree with you. It's really hard to separate nostalgia from you know, from, like, if I saw this fresh today. Although I will say 
that there's a charm to not just Adam Sandler, but like the way his movies look. Like, I think there's a long time I went where like, I didn't appreciate the way his films looked like they all looked very plasticky to me, or they look like cookie cutter in some sort of way. But now like just having a Sandler movie on like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of the movies I watch for this show, my girlfriend just retreats into our bedroom. This does not even <laughs> does not even try to f- them. But when I when I watch an Adam Sandler movie, it's just like there's something so familiar about it and so pleasing about it aesthetically. She just comes out. She'll like be doing work on her computer or whatever. It's just like it's like nice to have on. Um, that being said, like. Billy Madison to me is a four out of four movie. This to me, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it right now a three. That's just like my, my feeling about happy Gilmore right now. Uh, and it's not even like, again, like there's, there's, when we say jokes don't age well, there's two ways we can mean that. One is that like there's inappropriate sort of maybe like uh, off color or mean or um, you know, uh, we've grown as a society type of joke. Uh, you know, maybe the word, you know, maybe like certain words get said that we would just wouldn't say on, in you know, it, uh, anymore. That's, that's one way of, of jokes can age. Well, another way is just that like, you know, uh, knocked up was one of the funniest movies I've saw in ever when I, when I first saw it. And then like over time, you know, just like the whole, it's comedy itself just sort of grows tiresome or something. And I feel like in this film, there are a ton of jokes there are a ton of great, amazing jokes in it. And then there are a lot of like, like just things that fell a little bit flat for me, the, this go around. So that's why I'm, I'm, ke- I'm keeping it at a three. It could, it definitely is has the potential to raise quite a bit. Like, I feel like I'm going to see this score raise over time as we do more Sandler movies and more Scorsese films. But, uh, but right now it's, it's just one whole point behind Billy Madison. Eric, what about you? So, and, uh, you know, I just want to bring this up one more time. Jeremy would not allow me to give Billy Madison more than four out of yes. four. Yes. <laughs> he wanted to, uh, but, you know, one thing we didn't touch on, and this is something that Billy Madison does not have going for it as much, is uh, Happy Gilmore, I think, is, like, kind of sentimental in the weird way in, in, in like, some moments. Mm. Like, we get, you know, there's the kind of, like, the romantic scene with uh, uh, the... Uh, forgetting her character's name uh julie bowen's uh character in in the in the hockey rink but like the grandma stuff is really sweet like yeah. his happy's motivation is just really like sweet he's like down like and i i think that really you know whether you're aware of it or not like really makes you kind of like empathize with happy right away i think this is a situation that a lot of people could you know relate to or find themselves in and uh i think it just makes us realize like oh this guy's like probably got an anger problem and he's really stupid but uh he's like he loves his grandma and we can all you know the and it's it, you know he's he's like a kind he's kind at heart mm. and uh i didn't you know that's something that i didn't really pick up on ever when i watched this movie before but now i'm like 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's... I think Billy Madison is like a perfect comedy movie that's just like pure comedy. Just mm. to laugh a minute, pure comedy. I kind of like the direction that we're going here with Happy Gilmore, and we are getting like a little bit more than just like goofiness. Mm. Um, but I also I I I agree with you. There are there I I feel like there are some jokes that just aren't as funny to me anymore. I I feel like. The way the movie ends is weird. Like, it does just kind <laughs> yeah. of abruptly end. There's a lot of montage. There's a lot of mm-hmm. montages. It's almost like a big sort of, like, blur between... It's almost like a big montage between, like, Happy doing his first tournament up to the point where Shooter buys the house, and then we get one final tournament. Um, and that's... I mean, that's uh, we jam in, like, a lot of really funny bits and, like, physical, you know... physical comedy and uh funny jokes and stuff Mm. but i don't know it's like uh it's 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 uh it's imperfect to me uh in comparison to billy madison billy madison will be the and i'm i'm using it this as the barometer for scorsese movies as well is billy madison is the gold standard Right, yeah, Billy and that's, that, for which all films, you know, need to try to rise up to or 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 uh, take a hike. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to give Happy Gilmore uh, 3.5 out of four. And what's interesting to me is I did do a poll on our Twitter, which is at Hubie Halloween One, if you want to follow us. Uh, and it, the vast majority of people said that they like. Happy Gilmore more than Billy Madison. Yeah, which I thought was, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of thought I was heading that way. You know, I, I kind of thought I was like, yeah, the, I, I, my memory was that Happy Gilmore is a little, a little bit more of a mature film than Billy Madison, and I, I expected myself to, to, to like it better upon rewatch since I am myself more mature. But turns out, Eric, I've dematured over time. Yeah. Um, yeah, pr- eventually within like 20 years, you're just going to be saying goo goo gaga. I'll be like, time. yeah, I'll be like goo goo gaga. Give me my baba. Uh, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. So Jeremy, uh, oh, okay. Plug time. We are on letterboxed. Go to, uh, I don't know how you find people on Letterboxd. Our name is Eric and Jeremy. It's the same <laughs> as the Patreon. All one word. You'll find us on there. Uh, I'm going to try and retroactively uh, add our scores from previous movies that we've done. Um, and, you know, I have some ideas to incorporate Letterboxd. I do like Letterboxd. It's yeah, just it's one cool. of those things I'd never gotten around to doing. Um, but I have some ideas to, to to incorporate. So if you're if you're on uh, if you're on there, give us a follow and we'll we'll follow you back and and uh, yeah. And then our Twitter is Hubie Halloween One. But more importantly, Jeremy, our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Eric and Jeremy weekly ish bonus episodes. I'm just gonna say bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. We go for a weekly. Sometimes you miss a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? You sign up, you have a life or at least a month's worth of access to dozens 
Probably over 100 bonus episodes. It's a great time over there. Uh, Jeremy, anything you want to plug? Oh, no, no, not at all. My Twitter is Ocarina at Ocarina of Crime. Uh, you can follow me there. And uh, yeah, if you, if, if you follow us on Patreon, thank you so much for subscribing. We certainly appreciate you. Yes, and I'm always scrambling to look this up at the end of the episode, but the Scorsese movie we will be discussing next is the one that comes after Mean Streets. It's called oh. Alice Doesn't Live yeah. Here Anymore from mm-hmm. 1994 or 1974. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen the film, but I'm assuming it is about a woman who moves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, thank you for listening, and Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs>